So I was in Target the other day, and um, I was just shopping for Kristen for her birthday. And um, I was wearing this shirt that was from Michigan. We go to Michigan about every other summer on vacation at my uh, wife's parents' house they have up there. And um, so he sees my shirt, and he's like, oh, Lake Superior, huh? And I was like, yep, yeah, yeah, Lake Superior, yeah, yeah. Um, my wife has you know, family up there and all that stuff. I don't live there or nothing. Like, well, yeah, I love that place. I grew up in St. Paul, Minnesota. I probably canoed about 500 miles of Lake Superior. I'm like, wow, that's really cool. You know, I was not really trying to engage in conversation. I was trying to just shop and go. Um, but he kept talking, and it kind of just kept going. And, like, probably 30 minutes in, he starts talking about his son who has autism and depression and... It's really heavy into video games and um, just can't seem to connect with anybody here in Tallahassee and he's just completely isolated and he's waiting for a grant to come through so he can get his own independent living place and um, just heart-wrenching stuff. Um, and as I'm sitting there, I'm like, this must be a God thing because... We have a ministry at our church called, well, that, that a bunch of people at our church are involved in called HeartSync, where um, it's basically a really effective inner healing ministry. Um, and it addresses a lot of the things he was talking about with his son. And so, you know, I'm like, okay, well, I guess it's kind of a link to, it's kind of a divine appointment to talk about this. So, I mean, I talk about that. And um, he just keeps talking about his son. And um, it seems like a common theme of what he's saying is that he just needs friends. He just needs friends. And so I'm like, well, you could bring him to my church. Oh, he'd never, he never. I, I can't get him to go to church. Da, da, da. Well, I mean, hey, you know, I mean, we have a bunch of good guys here that... Um, that would probably, um, they could connect with. And, um, so it was kind of strange because if that was a divine appointment, which it really felt like it was in the moment, you're just like, what was this? What were the seeds that were planted there? You know, I don't know that I was a hundred percent faithful in presenting what God wanted. But I really felt like the two things he w I was supposed to talk to him about were heart sync and c inviting him to church. And I did both of those things. So I was, um, I went home and kind of chuckled about it because my pastor's always talking about going and trying to reach out pe to people at Target, you know, just kind of like a type. Um, so I, uh, Went home and told my wife and told my pastor and every, everybody kind of chuckled about it. And But as I, for some reason, like, I just couldn't get this guy off my mind. His name was Jerry. His son's name was Jonathan. Um, his son's like 26 years old, so it's not like a little kid. Jerry was older as well. Um, and uh, it was just really strange because...
I was like, well, the biggest thing about his son, Jonathan, is just that he's not connected. And he, the only people he is connected with are online, right? And so how can the church reach people like Jonathan? And like, that was really the thing that came and struck me really hard. How can the church reach people like Jonathan? I mean, you know, Pastor Daniel was talking about Target as the, as kind of like a type. Look, the people don't come to church on Sunday morning. They go to Target. They go to all these other things. And I'm like, really, they go to these video games. The men do. The men are fleeing the church. Women are the only ones that stay in church. Why is that? Maybe... It's more a reflection on how the church has treated the men. But I won't go into that. What I will go into is that the history of the church is one that seeks the lost where they are. That's, I mean, just look at all the church traditions. A lot of them are based in pagan traditions. Why? They're based off of pagan traditions using days that the pagans celebrated in similar ways that the pagans celebrated without, but with Jesus. So it's uh, the church's motto has been Paul's motto. Anyway, I got to get you in, man. I'll get you in. I mean, the days don't matter. Jesus matters. The feasts don't matter. Jesus matters. The form doesn't matter. Jesus matters. In everything we do, we want to just purport Jesus. We want Jesus to permeate it. If Jesus isn't in it, it doesn't matter. And where Jesus spent his time, most of his time, it would seem, is more... I think Jesus would, Jesus is more with the people that are downcast and downtrodden and despairing and broken than with the people that have it all together, like we have to be if you want to attend church. But hey, we have letters about that. If you're going to be an elder, you got to have your life completely together, right? Well, that's an elder. But the thing of it is, is that we need to have a heart like Jesus did. He went to the places where the tax collectors were, met them and loved them, and they followed him. The tax collectors followed him. The broken followed him. Can we have a heart for the broken? That's point one. Point two is I have I've had a problem with video games it's like addictive and it's dark there's a lot of spirits there's a lot of spirits with it but can we redeem it like the early church Christians redeemed those days can we redeem it for Christ 
can we go into those places with intentionality and break the strongholds and pull the people out like can we make the light of Jesus shine in those dark places yes and so what I was thinking was what really needs to happen is there needs to be more of a concerted movement to reach this unreached people group I'd say they're unreached because the only way you can reach them is to be in the big game and it's something that anyone can do I mean the, the I mean literally all you'd have to do to reach someone is to go play one of those games where everybody's online get strong enough to help someone else and then just help someone else you don't even got to say nothing just help them be friendly you know and after a while you'll have a relationship with them that's real just I mean like it's really like the level the entry levels are the like the levels of entry are very approachable and easy and then you can start you know as you live your life like you you can affect theirs because of your relationship you know it's you can show shine the light of Jesus in their lives and it's not gimmicky and it's very you know I was like this is this is really a need so um, that was the main thing I got out of talking with Jerry but I don't think I can do that need. I don't know. God would have to work on my heart. Because it's kind of like an old alcoholic buying a bar. But just like anything else, I'll pray into it. And God will do it one way or the other. If you want to use me, God, use me. If you want to use someone else, empower them through my prayers for them be effective and used God just build up a generation of digital missionaries that jump into these places where you're absent and where the devil has had free reign and just shine your light in there and reach these people that are lonely and depressed and dying and don't even know how to engage anyone let's have mercy on them instead of judging them as just losers that can't I mean really they're just losers that can't get a girlfriend. That's how they feel about themselves. I mean, you know. So, that's just, I just pray for mercy and I pray that God would, would reach these people. And that we would just love them. Because... We're all wretches. We've all fallen. and That's why we need Jesus. And so let's ask God for that generation of digital missionaries to come forth and reach these poor lost souls.